0: You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of
1: what being human truly
0: means.
1: And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good.
0: The bad. And the downright ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with... Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista.
1: Yeah, that's me. loud i literally i feel like something happens when we get into our recording studio wink wink studio
0: i know because we're not we're not really in in (laughs) it
1: but i feel like just like we're all of a sudden like have like the giggles we're like (laughs)
0: I know we always we always laugh a lot.
1: <laughs> it's just because we're so excited.
0: Yeah, we're just so excited. Because we're, we're ready talk to about
1: all the things.
0: Celebration <laughs> times! Come on. No, I said it the wrong way. <laughs> Celebrate good times! Come on! <laughs> all right. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no on this podcast we don't say celebration times it celebrate good times because that sounds better
1: so awkward for you because it was celebrate good times and you would say celebration time and you're like it sounds so much oh, better shit. so it's so funny that you just said that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait really yes that's wait, why ce- i said it
0: ce- celebration time, time. oh that's shit. why i said it that way because
1: that was your version
0: Oh, that is super
1: True. awkward. So awkward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what oh if I just edit
1: that out? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I need to be very careful because when I hear myself laugh on the podcast, I'm like, woo, Krista, shit. <laughs> oh my God. Did I really? Yes. Go listen to that that one. That I is promise. so funny. You're just trying okay, to go so it. Okay, so I said
0: celebration time's call. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> because you literally looked at me, you're like, <laughs> I was like, like that's so awkward for you. Caught. <laughs> oh my god. Just <laughs> oh trying to god. go against it. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. All right. Well, welcome back, guys. To welcome back. The real meaning of humanity podcast, where we talk about
1: all the ugly things.
0: All the ugly ugly Ugly. Mm okay um but right now we are in a redefining series and honestly I feel like we could go so many routes with this series like you could redefine almost everything but I love how this is just an intro Mm -hmm. to what we've talked about and I feel like we're gonna this is the last episode of the Redefining Series for now, but I feel like in the future we will come back to the series and redefine, like, new things. And if y'all have any ideas, y'all can reach out to us at, on our website, therealmeaningofhumanitypodcast.com, or, like, through our Instagrams, which y'all know, and that is on our website, too. What yeah. did you want to say, Chris I was going to say
1: just, I mean, I feel like our – Reasoning and heart behind this is kind of letting people know that it's okay to redefine things in your life. Like just because you were taught something or you have, you know, quote unquote, believe something for your whole life. Like it's okay to step back and be like, okay, do I genuinely believe this? Or is this just what was ingrained in my brain? Because I feel like whenever you kind of step past that threshold is whenever you have like a realization. For me, it was like who you are and what you actually believe you know because for so long it was almost like hiding behind doors of what I thought other people wanted me to believe because I had learned it my whole life. so this is the breaking those barriers and guess what there might be times where you're like questioning yourself and then you're like no nope that's actually what I believe and that's perfectly fine yeah you're not gonna redefine everything in your life it's mm-hmm. just a platform for you to understand that it's okay to do that.
0: Like you have permission to redefine the things that you weren't completely sure or felt right about
1: in the past. The permission and the power.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. the power and the authority in that because we are people who do believe that God did give us the power and the freedom to do things, yeah. you know.
1: And and this is what I love about our podcast is this is basically showing you that these are, like, every podcast that you've listened to are conversations that Alexis and I have, naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happens when we get together and we catch up or whatever. Like, we're having these conversations. and Talking about life. Yeah. And just right now, now we have a microphone in front of us. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's basically it. Because we
0: thought our conversations would be like, wow, this could actually help people or just give a little
1: <laughs> bit of pressure off. Yeah, exactly. And so just um showing you that there are places and relationships where you can be open and honest about things and not have to give a cookie cutter answer mm-hmm. at all like you can actually be honest
0: and still be accepted in your honesty exactly and I think that's the platform that we are creating and that's the community that we want to create and we want to invite people anybody is welcome and I'm not just saying that because a lot of churches say anybody is welcome but then they um, contradict that and um, don't really live up to that so we do truly mean that anybody is welcome with their honesty and you don't have to believe every single thing that we believe. And you honestly don't have to agree with everything that we agree, like that we think of, because I don't need you to agree with me for me to still believe it. Yeah. Like I, I don't need that security or validation in my beliefs because I already believe it for myself because of the experience or the encounters that we've had. So if you don't agree with us, I mean, in and, a loving way, I'm saying this, I don't care.
1: Yeah. But then that's okay too, because you're not like. There's billions upon billions of people on on this earth, and not everybody's going to agree, and that's exactly. okay. But it's opening up a conversation to where we can actually talk about, you know, the things we agree about and the things we disagree about, mm-hmm. like and
0: to still feel respected. Yeah,
1: and I was going to say because I mean, there's things like even Alexis and I that we don't agree on, mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah. because we have different views, and that's perfectly fine. But it's also still I feel like healthy. To talk about them like but when we talk about them, it's not like a, I'm trying to change your mind. It's just a, I'm trying for me to be understood and for me to understand you where you're at. You know exactly. what I mean? So everything that we talk about, we have like experience <laughs> recently. And so that that's that's kind of where we're at. Like we are having conversations through a mic to each other and hopefully helping reach other people who could feel mm-hmm. the same way. Um, so. We're in our redefining series, yes, and we've redefined a couple of things. Um, in our last one, last but not least, um, we have touched on it in other episodes, but redefining what healing is, what it looks like, what it means. All of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And
0: I felt like this was very needed, especially after the episode of, um, you know, us talking about Jesus and our perspective of him and redefining what a relationship with him looks like or just his character. And um, I felt like this, like the healing part goes into anything, into life, into relationships, into a relationship with Jesus. So, and we've been through our healing journey these past couple we- years and I, you know, we even put this question on our Instagram of like asking our followers, like, well, what do you think healing is? And what do you think healing looks like? And when I asked that question to people, I realized like, oh wait, what did I think healing was? before um you know before these two years that I have been in a healing journey but um and I was like even I was like I was pondering on it and I was like I don't wait what did I what did I think healing was because I don't even know if I even thought of it and I was even like asking God I was like God do you do you remember what I thought you know because I think healing Now, like my perspective on healing is completely different, but it was funny. I was having this conversation with God and he was like, well, Alexis, you just didn't really think healing was even a thing and you didn't even let me heal you. So, um, you didn't think anything of it.
1: (laughs) You literally didn't think of it.
0: So (laughs) yeah, so I literally did not even think of healing. And I remember the church that we used to go to and the church that I used to go to as well, they would have like a healing ministry, um, and I remember some people would be like, oh, Alexis, you should go into that. Like, you know, they would have nights of that ministry and I'd be like, nah, I don't need it. And I would literally think like, I remember thinking this as a teenager, cause you think you know everything as a teenager and just the more you get older, you realize you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking back though, as a teenager thinking like, um, I don't need healing. Healing yeah. isn't for everybody. That's literally what I thought to myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how arrogant is that?
1: Yeah. No, seriously, you're like, no, I'm perfect.
0: And so then when I asked my followers, um, and a few people, you know, like, a few people reached out to me, and I liked what they said. One person said, healing hurts. I don't trust. However, it's a process of growth. And then another person said, healing has been being uncomfortable but vulnerable with my thoughts and feelings, which I really like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another one said, it looks like sometimes falling back, but that doesn't mean at all you weren't healed. Yeah. Which I really like that because you think sometimes in your healing journey of like, dang it, why did I go back or why did I you know, I thought I was healed from this, I thought I had already conquered this and moved on from this, but then you go back to something or someone, and then you feel like it's a cycle or that you never learned, and then you feel a lot of shame and um, all those things, but I think that's just part of the healing process, because I've said this even before in the past, I think I even said that in this series, even the pain series, redefining pain, like, when you go back to something or you feel like you're in your cycle, it just gives you an opportunity to learn something deeper that wasn't there, like an onion, mm-hmm. you know? But it was nice to hear from other people's perspective and not just like... It was It was more like an honest, honest answer. Did, were you wanting to say something?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I'll just add to that. Like, that's the whole reason why we post on social media is because this is supposed to be a conversation, not just um Alexis and Krista's views like it is I want to know your views I want to know your thoughts and I don't want to know what you think I want to know I want to know actually what you believe genuinely because on this podcast Alexis and I will be 100% vulnerable I will try my hardest not to say what I think people want to hear me say Mm -hmm. like I will say what I genuinely think and believe
0: Yeah, we weren't meant to be Christian robots. We were, um, we are meant to have feelings and to feel those emotions and to be honest. I think true healing, true um, growth starts with being honest. I've always Mm -hmm. said that.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Because if not, then you'll believe that you never have to. Like, you'll believe that there's nothing to be healed and that you're basically perfect just the way you are. Which, I mean, yes, you are, but no, you're not. Well, yeah, and when
0: we aren't (laughs) truly honest with ourselves, then we're not really opening a door to let real truth come in. Yeah. So if you're not going to be honest, then you better, like, don't be ready for the truth because Mm -hmm. God would never, you know, break down a door or slam, you know, or force his way in if he's not invited. Yeah. Because that's just not his character. He doesn't force. He doesn't abuse. He doesn't put pressure.
1: Exactly. On something. Well, So, that I mean, I think that's really interesting that your view of healing was emptiness. Like, it was nothing. Like, you really didn't have, like, that wasn't even, like, even kind of an option, Mm -hmm. almost.
0: Well, I think for me, it's like, it was more of like, oh, I don't need it because I can just slap some scripture on my wounds and I'll be fine. (laughs)
1: Literally,
0: we know, and I didn't even, like, think I did that until God got me aware of that.
1: Okay, listen. So that was
0: kind of like, whoa, God, okay, I wasn't r- rude, okay. And he was like, but that's what you did. And I'm like, rude, okay, because I tell people not to do that. He was like, well, yeah, because you tell people not to do that because you you, you did that. So now you, you see that easily.
1: Yeah, this is so funny. Okay, so when Alexis was originally talking, I literally got up my phone and got up my notes and I wrote something down because I didn't want to forget it, but I didn't want to interrupt her. Mm-hmm. And so... Since she just brought that up about like, oh, I don't need to heal because I can just slap scriptures on that. I'm going to show Alexis what I wrote down and she's going to read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to read it and then I want you to explain it. Okay. That's so funny. Okay, you said healing equals praying. That's what you, <laughs> that's what you associated with. Yeah. Okay, explain. because People probably won't get that.
1: Yeah. Okay, because... <laughs> Especially when I was in more of like the cult, the cult, the church culture.
0: Oh my God. I thought you were about to say cult. No, <laughs> no.
1: I just got culture and church mixed up. I do that all the time. Um, but especially when I was in that culture, I had the idea of, okay, if I'm hurting or if there's something wrong, all I have to do is pray about it and it'll go away. Yeah. That's literally what I thought. Oh, pray for healing. And that's all you got to do. <laughs> sounds good Mm -hmm. but for me I understand that maybe that's not the way people actually meant it but that's how I took it like oh all I have to do is close my eyes and talk to God and be like hey heal this and so just imagine when later down the road and that's not healed and I'm like God what the heck, mm-hmm. you know, it what makes I mean? everything
0: like, high stakes. And it's like, well, God, why didn't you heal me? heal me? Then then you don't love me. If you didn't heal me when I prayed this then that means you don't love me.
1: Yeah. Or like, are you listening? Are you mm-hmm. there for me? Like all these questions. But like for me, I'm not going to knock the fact that you can't pray to God for healing. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. But you have to actually have action behind it, too. Like, and I didn't associate those two together, though, then. That's why whenever you talk about, like, oh, what was your previous thought about healing? Like, that's why I wrote that down. Healing equals praying. Like, if I need to be healed, I just have to pray. That's all I have to do. And so that's what I associated it with then. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, that makes sense because, I mean, I can relate with you on that, obviously. But, and I think this is what we're saying. In the church or... Family, family culture, whatever culture you were in and surrounded yourself with that made you feel like, okay, for me to be healed, I have to just pray really, really hard and then I'll be healed. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you a warped perspective of okay, I just need to be fixed. So whenever I feel like I need to be fixed, um, let me just go to God and pray, okay, God, you need to fix me. Can you fix me? Can you heal me? Like just, God, okay, if I pray really, really hard and if I say all the right words in these prayers and I say all the smart, big words and I make it sound really pretty, um, then I'm going to be healed. Mm -hmm. Like that is a very conditional um, religion. It is a very conditional mindset and it's from a conditional um, love. And the thing about God is that he is unconditional. It comes from an unconditional love. So if the only time we go to him is like, okay, God, I need to be fixed. Fix me when he doesn't look at his child and say, oh, she needs to be fixed. He actually doesn't view us in a like oh yeah she really needs to be fixed he doesn't view us as she's broken he views us as like this girl is or this boy my son my daughter they are hurting they need me they don't know that they need me they don't know how to say that they need me they actually don't know that they don't have to say pretty big words for to get my attention all you have to say is, hey, I need you, you know? And sometimes healing looks like crying and being honest. Sometimes healing looks like getting angry and getting going through that grieving process. I think grief and healing goes hand in hand, but I think it's like a different type of season. I think there's a lot of different levels to healing, which we will get into more in this episode. But I think when we especially at a young age, we thought, okay, we'll just go to God every time we need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't view ourselves that we need to be fixed because we don't. Yeah, God doesn't view us as that. We just need comfort. We need truth. We need someone to hold us when we cry. We need someone to just validate that pain, mm-hmm. you know, and that would be the start of moving forward or, you know, healing.
1: Yeah. I, completely agree with that. I think the view, how my view changed was that more so like I can't just pray for something to happen. Like I am definitely a believer in God, you know, doing miracles and all that stuff. That's um that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is I can't just sit here and pray about it and just expect for something to magically happen. Like behind those prayers there have there has to be action like you have to do something too like it's not just a hey you're my genie and fix all these things it's hey i need your help but like what do i do F- guide me on what to do you know that's how i view it like it's not just hey i um, here's one of my wishes um heal me yeah like that's not what it is to me it's it can be and and here's the thing is it can look different based on your views. Right. So, um, for us, it's God, I, I need your guidance. Guide me through this. I can't, I don't know what I'm doing. Like help me for other people who may not believe that or believe in something else. It's going, I guess, going inward for them and being like, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it looks different for different kinds of people. But my thing that I got out of it is I can't just, wish for something to happen basically like I can't I I, and I can say yes I can do that and God could make it happen for sure but I I feel like I also have to have action behind it like I have to do something to you know what I'm saying
0: yeah like proactive ways yes like such as like okay like healing what does that look like okay maybe it looks like me in the morning or something and making space and time to write everything out all my anger all the tears um get all the bitterness out and then okay I see everything that I wrote on this page or I see everything that or video yourself or something like some people video themselves talk and then they listen back to it and then speak truth into it which I think that's really cool too but anyways so either doing that letting it all out and then okay i feel this i'm going to sit i'm going to sit with this just for a moment mm-hmm. and validate that pain of like all right that makes a lot of sense yep that did happen mm-hmm. yeah i do feel that way and then what do you do next okay you either allow god to speak truth in it which i can't even speak to that situation because only god can speak truth to that mm-hmm. and then okay well how do i move forward well you get up make yourself some coffee go for a run go for a walk go hang out with a friend go to work go do something that makes you feel like you have purpose in life Mm -hmm. and um it's just it's different with so many things but I think thinking back on my healing journey and I'm still on it I was reminded this Sunday at church um it was such. It was such a good message, and I want to bring this up. But basically, the title of the meshe- the title of the message, was "Thou shall move on," and it was all about receiving the fact that you are free and that you can move on, even though it still hurts, even though you're still in pain. But accepting the fact that healing means taking God's hand or I'm just going to say this, yeah, taking God's hand, knowing that he's calling you out of the season of heartbreak and it's going to begin with a healing season. And I realized like, wow, healing for me now means moving forward, whatever that looks like. Or moving on, in other words, mm-hmm. accepting that, yes, this was very painful. Like what happened to me was not okay. What happened to me was wrong. But for me, in order for me to feel free again, in order for me to feel powerful and feel like I have a purpose and that my story is not over yet. I'm going to accept healing, accept that I'm free now and move forward even though I don't know what's next for me. Like I don't know what my future holds. And I feel like in healing takes a lot of trust in knowing that you don't know where you're going yet. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about healing from something, you're obviously healing from a season that's that's over or a relationship that's over or a job that's over or a um, friendship that's over or you know just what your life used to look like. You're walking away from a season that you thought that you never would you would walk away from. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like grieving that and then knowing, okay God, I don't know what's next, but I have to trust you. So it, it, and I think that's why it's so hard for people to heal or to accept healing and move forward because it takes a lot of faith and trust. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, maybe that's why I didn't think anything of healing because I struggled with trusting and I struggle with believing and having faith. And I still, I still struggle with trust, obviously. Um, I'm a lot better at it, but I think that's why it's so hard for people to heal and to get out of their own pit because they don't know where they're going next. And to stay in that pit, well, at least they know it's it's comfortable because at least they know what's going to happen if anything were to happen at least they're ready for the bad they're ready they're expectant for the bad because when you know it's coming you know how to handle it but when you don't know it's what's coming it's almost like well no i don't well no because we're we're human in our human nature we want to control everything yeah Am I making sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: In our human nature, we want to control everything. We want to know what's going to happen next. We want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. We want to know what's going to happen in our future. But the whole thing about trust and faith is not knowing what's going to happen, but trusting and having faith that everything's going to be okay and that God's got us. Yeah. And now I realize that healing is like, oh, it's moving forward and trusting Even though you don't know where you're going, but trusting the fact that it's going to be
1: better than it was before. Mm -hmm. I think it's the teacher coming out in me, but like the whole time you're talking about like the healing process and what it could look like and all of of those great things Um, about healing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, It really, like to me, it, it started with you almost accepting and identifying identifying the wounds that you have yeah first
0: it started with getting self-aware first
1: yeah and like accepting that there are wounds there because i feel like a lot of people are like no i'm good and especially since that was that i know that for me i had had that mindset too like oh no i'm good it's fine i'm good and you were like nah i don't need feeling i mean healing i'm good whatever okay so it sounds like that was the first step was identifying and accepting that you have wounds right mm-hmm. and gaining self-awareness on okay what are those wounds where and then did they come from be honest
0: with those wounds yeah mm-hmm.
1: be honest with those and so um, for you it was like writing stuff down talking to yourself like understanding what all of that was
0: but then also having inviting people into that
1: mhm yeah yeah no, so no.
0: inviting it's... mentors counselors friendships Yeah, too safe people though safe yes. people
1: yes i will say as someone who has done both, the process is a lot easier when you uh, invite people in mm-hmm. who are safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely it's definitely harder um, to do it alone because it's easy for you to wake up and be like, nah, it's okay, really, I'm fine. But whenever you go to your friend, your friend's like, you don't seem fine. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. that, it's that accountability almost to like keep yes. pushing you whenever you don't have that motivation anymore to go because it can be hard. Mm-hmm. Like it could be painful. Um, So it was like identifying and accepting that you have wounds and understanding them. Like it's, it's, it's gaining that self-awareness that whole time. Mm-hmm. And then. Can I stop you?
0: Yeah. Okay. Hold that thought though. I just want to, before I lose it. Another thing why, cause you're, just, you're talking about self-awareness. Mm-hmm what probably stops people from feeling or feeling like, oh, I don't need to be healed. I'm fine. Because in this Christian world, in this Christian bubble that we have, that this world has created is like, let me slap this is, and I'm not, I'm not like shaming anybody. This is literally what I did. Yeah. <laughs> let me slap a bunch of Christian, um, like or a bunch of, christianese christianese language all over my wounds and devalidate myself and then also just slap a bunch of scriptures so i don't have to get aware Mm -hmm. so i don't have to feel pain so i don't band-aid yes and that's what stops people from healing because they're like no to to get self-aware and to be honest with yourself like that's hard Mm -hmm. but to slap A bunch of scriptures and slap a band-aid on it that's easy because then I don't have to face anything I don't have to confront anything because confrontation is very scary and that's that is what I've seen that's what I've been Mm -hmm. but like I say I say this all the time the wait, what do I say? Oh, yeah. the What do I even say? Um, the pain of remaining the same is so much greater than the pain of evolving in who you're meant to be because your pain, your self-awareness can actually like transcend you. To the mm-hmm. person that you are created to be if you confront it if you're honest about it if yeah. you let god heal we all mm-hmm. need to heal we're all humans we've all struggled from a lot of things and made a lot of destructive decisions, and you know been hurt and all that okay <laughs> all that great stuff but like a lot of people don't want to face that because people can't face with the things that they've done or people can't it's hard for people to face the hurt that is going on inside them because if they face it they feel so much shame but mm-hmm. there's actually a way to face it
1: and to heal without that shame spiral mm-hmm. exactly and just what you said you literally reiterated my i my idea of praying or slapping bible verses yeah without action
0: mm-hmm. like that's what
1: we that's that's that what you just said was the core of what i was trying to get to earlier yes mm-hmm. um <clears throat> So, understanding, figuring yourself out, self-awareness, literally, like, and when I say self-awareness, like, this is the thought, and I think I've shared this before, that this is the thought that goes on my in my head. So, Alexis, when you get to know someone, how do you get to know them? What do you do? Oh, I ask a lot of questions. You ask questions. You spend time with them, right? Like, you're not just next to a person, and, you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, I know them. no. Like, you have to have conversation. And so it's not crazy, it's not weird, but literally asking yourself questions. And mainly for me, it's like, when I have feelings, why am I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. What is causing this? Or behaviors. Why did I just respond like that? Mm -hmm. What's the real deeper... You're getting
0: to know yourself because you love yourself enough to do
1: that. Yes, because for so long, I stood next to myself instead of actually having conversation with myself. That's good. You know what I mean? And so that's what we're talking about when we say self-awareness because I feel like if you don't know what that means, you're like, okay, whatever. I've heard that word. Cool. You know? But that's what we mean is getting to know yourself, dating yourself Mm -hmm. because guess what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to to spend spend the the rest of of your life life with. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) gaining that self-awareness and then honestly like taking and – using different teacher brain strategies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Maybe that looks like self-care. Maybe that looks, I mean, well, honestly, it looks like self-care in my head. Literally anything you can think of to me seems like Mm -hmm. self-care. And Mm -hmm. so it's using different strategies, self-care techniques, whatever you want to call it and seeing what works for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like whenever we um, talk about like, Oh, we're still on our healing journey and I, and I truly believe that it's never going to end because there's going to be seasons, right? So there may be seasons where, oh my gosh, I am at the very fricking bottom of my pit. You know what I mean? Like, again, here I am at the very bottom, like, okay, but I've gone through this before. I have strategies. What can I do? What helped me last time? How can I get out of this? Like, and I feel like that's something that's helped us is because we've been like to the bottom initially already. And so we know how to climb back up because we've done it before. You know what I mean? Now, Hopefully we can catch ourselves before we fall all the way down there next time. But, you know, we have tools, I guess, is what my teacher brain wants to say, is we have tools in order to help ourselves because we've learned about ourselves and we've got to know ourselves. And that was really the basis. But first, no, the basis was being honest and identifying, okay, there's, maybe there's more than what I just give off. Like there's more to me that I'm dealing with than, my persona that i'm giving to everybody else Mm -hmm. like because i know for me and you for so long we were like we wanted to stick with the persona that we were giving off to people Mm -hmm. even though at night it was a totally different person inside Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
0: not just at night but just anytime you're alone yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i mean i literally think about i don't i don't know if you've ever seen those commercials but it's like a woman has like a of a a stick with a face in front of her, and the face in front of her is smiling. That's on the stick, oh, and then yeah. behind, she's like frowning.
0: Yes, yeah, those depression commercials. Yes. Oh,
1: oh shit, yeah. Oh those. well, not we're not
0: making fun of depression. No, but those yeah, commercials, I did realize that it was. Yeah, it's about those medications. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed then. But literally, that's that's what it was like. I mean, yeah. that's literally a perfect depiction. Every time I see that commercial, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, that's what my life was like for a really long time.
0: Yeah. Well, and then also to bring that up, like. You see people get self aware and like basically do the first step. Okay, I've gotten self aware. I've owned the stuff that I do. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. That's where they stop. No it's action. like they feel, yeah, it's like they feel so powerless mm-hmm. that, all right, well, this is just who I am. Yep, not going to change, not going to grow. Like, I mean, I just should just. this is who I am and I got to self-aware I should just accept it it's like Mm. such a powerless mindset of like oh
1: well like you're not capable of change
0: yeah but you can actually feel powerful in your healing process I think that's the one thing that helped me the most is like whenever I started that program in counseling it's like when I got self-aware of all the things of like Oh my God, this is why I do that. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, now I'm stuck. Wow, n- like nothing. I guess that's just who I am. Like I've done this my whole life. So, I mean, I don't know how to change it now. I don't know how to be better from this. But like, it's almost like, and I love my counselor for this, but she said, Alexis, it, your story doesn't end here. Like, mm-hmm. you have power to change that for yourself. You have a, like, a you can make a powerful decision to say, hey, this ends here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do better mm-hmm. for myself. Like I'm going to heal. I'm going to get aware, not just get a, not to just get aware, but get aware and then learn to use this in a healthy way mm-hmm. or and invite people in and say, okay, how can I be better? How could I have said this differently or how could I have responded differently in this situation or, and, and so like people do that. They feel powerless and the fact, like, oh well, it happened, so yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna move on, and I mean, just and keep doing it. Yeah, and keep doing it. That you're actually just not acknowledging the fact in a way of like, okay, yes, I did this, but there are ways to where, hey, I'm not that person. This isn't mm-hmm. all that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I am many other things, and how can I use this to help me feel powerful again. You know, does that only make sense?
1: I mean, yeah, that sense no, again. that makes sense. I mean, that just reminds me. Okay. So literally the definition of healing is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. Yes. And like, for it's me, redeeming. what you're, what you're seeing right now is like, they are just becoming aware that they're not healthy, but they're not actually healing. Like they're not going to try to become the healthy version that they once were and maybe it's because you know I haven't been healthy since I was five maybe because it seems so far out of reach out of reach that it seems impossible but that's the thing is it's not mm-hmm. now here's the thing is if it took you like for example if I was five the last time if it took you 21 years to have all these things pile on you it's going to take you a long time to take those off of you yeah. and to change it so you have to be patient with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there is one other thing that I wanted to say. Um, earlier you talked about how like your healing and a lot of people's healing is like go you're going through healing when something has ended or changed or something like that. Um, I feel like mine was a little different in the sense of like my healing didn't begin when something ended or changed my healing was mainly like these thoughts that I had had in my brain for so long. Um, and for so long I put them on the back burner on the back burner. No, you're okay. You're fine. It's not, you're like, nothing's wrong with you. It's all, it's all good. Um, if you go to counseling, something's wrong with you. You know, only people who are broken or need to be fixed go to counseling. Like, those are all thoughts that I had in my head. Or, no, you go to church, like, you're not supposed to have these, you know, thoughts that you usually have or whatever. Like, there's all these things and thoughts and, and beliefs about what I should be like that I was pushing back who I actually was. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So instead of meeting myself where I was at, I was like, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, just sit down. Just mm-hmm. just sit down. You're good. Just, I'll take over, you know, yeah. your persona, your, your smile... You know, even though inside I picture, like, a a human inside my brain, like, just bawling their eyes out. It was almost
0: like a protector personality.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, and it was literally a switch, and it's so funny.
0: But it's not actually protecting you. That's just the (laughs) lie that it tried to convince you of.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and it was, like, almost every time that I stopped pretending, I was drained. (laughs) Like... Mm. And so when I'd go home, I'd just be like blank face, no emotion, like just almost like a sunken feeling kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So mine was like, it was mainly like in a, an event or something that kind of triggered all of those feelings to come back up that I had suppressed for so long.
0: I'm so glad you brought this up. Okay. Okay.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> um. That is what I feel like caused me to go into the deepest pit that I've ever been in. Mm. And so it was there where I finally decided. And remember, this is after like eight years, right? It's not a short amount of time that I had been suppressing all this. But like it was finally... In my head, it was a time where I was like, I feel like I either stay here and die inside or I choose myself mm. and I choose to get up.
0: Yeah.
1: And it took me a couple months to actually do that. Like, I feel like I sat there for a while because I didn't know. Like, if you've ever, oh, what was that damn show? There's a one show. Where it showed this girl, and she was basically—I mean, she was basically depressed. You could tell. And in the show, it was like she was sitting on a couch, but then it would go to a scene where she was like in the couch, like she was like sunken in a place of just like like all these things were happening around her, and she was just like staring. Like you could just hear Jumble. Like she was like there, she but wasn't not there. Present. Yeah. Yes. And and that's how I kind of felt like I was for a while. What?
0: You know what I honestly believe, which we both have been here, is, like, I really do believe that it takes, sometimes, as in all the time, but I really do believe that it takes for somebody to hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. to fully just spring forward. Yeah. Like, okay. it takes somebody to hit rock bottom to fully get honest and aware and truly decide to be like, no. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't survive it anymore. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I have to choose myself this time. I have to. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like there's nothing wrong with rock bottom. I think some people need to hit it. Mm-hmm. Because the most beautiful thing about redemption is that it doesn't have to end with the rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You can get back up. Because the only... Way to get out of it is up.
1: Yeah. You know? And I mean, and that's exactly, that's why I feel like I felt like I either evolve, I change, I choose myself, I do something, or I sit here and die. Not physically, but mentally. I mean, sometimes physically. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It could, it could lead to that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was, (laughs) and I guess here's the thing too, is I guess I could have, and I'm glad I didn't now that I'm looking back at it. I could have definitely just kept pushing it down, kept pushing it back, Kept trying not to deal with it. But you're slowly dying that way. I, exactly. Like, I, I I, am. Inside, I am. I am not the person that you see outside. Mm-hmm. Like, at least then, you know? <laughs> so, for me, it was... It hadn't ended it. It hadn't ended. I was still in the midst of it. But there was a point where I was finding, like, w- w- you have two choices. What are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. Are you going to give up on yourself or are you going to choose yourself? Yeah. And so for me, I was like, in my mindset, I'm like, giving up sounds great. Sounds easy. (laughs) But that's not what's best for me. That's an escape. That's an escape. That Mm -hmm. is not what's best for me. That is Mm -hmm. not how I, when I think about it, genuinely want to spend the rest of my life. I don't want to spend it like that. I don't Mm want to spend it like I'm in this cage and I'm bound by all these chains. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be. That's not living. That's not living. No. I don't want to be that way. Mm -hmm. And so... A lot of it for me was the battle of how to choose myself when I didn't want to.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good.
1: And I still struggle with that because there's yeah. still... And here's the thing is for me now, it's like choosing myself in the little things.
0: Mm. Like And it starts with the little and things. It, it
1: does. It does. It's I have to choose myself and I try to challenge myself to, to do the things that I don't want to do, but I know is good for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... Not every day am I going to feel like I want to do all these great things for myself. There's days where I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I don't know why, but today feels like a shitty day. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's just, you just have those ups and downs. But so my, my healing, I mean, it was hitting rock bottom and and making a choice and deciding, okay, is this how I want to live the rest of my life or do I want to change? And, and I feel like that's the tricky part is because unless you knew me really, really well, you would have never guessed you would have never guessed that that's what I was dealing with internally. I, I still don't think anybody can comprehend um, exactly how I felt in that moment. Because, I don't know, I, I feel like ever, everybody else's um, depression or whatever it is that you deal with anxiety, whatever, you know, is different. And it's still choosing myself. And through all the seasons that I go through in life, it's going to be choosing myself and getting up every day and doing what I need to do to create the person that I want to be.
0: Mm-hmm. I like how you said that, like healing is choosing yourself
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's what you associate it with now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I do want to honor the time. Um, <laughs> and then uh, do you have anything else to say on the situation? No. Okay. I do want to just go into like a quick prayer, but I want to challenge the people and actually give them a voice. So, um, but basically healing, just to sum it all up, this episode, healing looks like moving forward and trusting, not knowing exactly what you're, what's going to happen next, but it Mm -hmm. looks like trusting and faith. It looks like moving on. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also like getting honest with yourself, getting self-aware and feeling powerful in that. and then healing also looks like choosing yourself yeah and and then the tools and ways to do that is invite people in go to go get in a program, go to counseling or if you don't have financially can't do that listen to podcasts. There's lots of free stuff like mental and emotional health that you can read a book podcast um write in your journal get everything out if you need to go buy a stack of plates from goodwill and just smash the shit out of them and that's your way of getting out i've literally done that (laughs) i have literally done that and we will actually talk about that in the future episodes but um go do that yeah like go do something for yourself to heal and to have space to get it all out um I do want to enter into prayer, but I want to give y'all a voice because we talk about healing. We talk about making decisions for yourself and being powerful and God giving us the authority. So I want y'all to repeat this prayer after me. Krista will be y'all. You're going to repeat it, Krista. Okay. (laughs) And then um, what we like to do on this podcast is close your eyes. And I don't even want to, you can pause this episode and... (laughs) unpause it whenever you are done driving or just in a safe space where nobody is around and you feel connected and comfortable Mm -hmm. but we like to close our eyes put our hand on our heart or your tummy or just whatever way you feel to get connected and just to breathe and then um i want y'all to repeat after me heart heart I am so sorry for the pain that you have experienced.
1: I am so sorry for the pain that you have experienced.
0: It makes a lot of sense.
1: It makes a lot of sense. But
0: I want to give you permission.
1: But I want to give you permission
0: that you have the power.
1: That you have the power
0: to choose yourself.
1: To choose yourself.
0: You do not have to stay in this pain.
1: You do not have to stay in this pain.
0: You do not have to stay in this powerless mindset.
1: You do not have to stay in this powerless mindset.
0: You can choose yourself now.
1: You can choose yourself now.
0: You can evolve.
1: You can evolve.
0: Body, you are free.
1: Body, you are free. Heart, you are free. Heart, you are free.
0: Mind, you are free.
1: Mind, You are free.
0: Can we receive that?
1: Can we receive that? Yes, we can.
0: I receive that.
1: I receive that. Today. Today. I choose. I
0: choose. To choose myself. To choose myself. Today.
1: Today. I choose. I choose. Healing. Healing.
0: It does not have to end here.
1: It does not have to end here.
0: It will not end here.
1: It will not end here. I choose to trust. I choose to trust. And I am choosing. And I am choosing. To move on. To move on.
0: Because I deserve that.
1: I deserve that.
0: I deserve to be happy.
1: I deserve to be happy.
0: I deserve healing. I deserve healing. I deserve. I deserve. To give myself. To give myself... Unconditional love.
1: Unconditional.
0: From this day forward.
1: Love from this day forward.
0: I love you.
1: I love you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I was like, I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> Wait, did you not? No, I was like, unconditional, and then you were like, da da da, da. I was like, love. Oh, did I really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, hopefully other people finished it. Sorry, I was in the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, that was a good episode. Guys, if you want to reach out to us, you can go either to our website, therealmeaningofhumanitypodcast.com. Um, and you can send us an email there, or you can reach us over Instagram on our The Real Meaning of Humanity Instagram mm. or Um, our personal Instagrams but give us ideas share with us how you're feeling share with us next steps like this is a community we want to create it's not just me and Krista it's all of you and then I'm so glad you brought up um, triggers because (laughs) That's what our next episode is going to be about. We yeah. are going to talk about triggers. We're going to talk about what to do when triggers come up and how to validate yourself in that. Yeah.
1: Um, Krista, do you have anything else to say? Yeah. One more thing is um, we over the podcast, we used to give you homework and all that stuff. But um, now on our Instagram, we have like journal prompts. So if you listen to an episode, you can always go and find those journal props that go with the episode. Just kind of things for you to think about, even if you don't actually write them down think about them
0: yeah exactly our instagram just gives you like throughout the week to think about yourself and to choose yourself and um how can you put action after listening to the episode because it doesn't have to just stop at the episode either yeah you know all right well we love y'all so much and we will see y'all next time adios bye Bye.